It's not like it's not like I can rewind. It's not like a, D, a DVR, audio. and he can rewind back the stuff he didn't hit record. No, on. even a DVR can't record, can't rewind to stuff it didn't even record. You said it's not it like can't? a DVR. Wait, yeah, yeah, it can. I turn on the show, and it's halfway through, and I can rewind it. Look, if we don't hurry up, we're gonna have a thirty-eight-second <laughs> intro. I give you a thirty-eight-second intro. So hey, at Shot on. Show, Ethan was uh, was was further wooed. I guess, or, or, or finally wooed by the, the Cry 6-8. Is that what's yeah. called, 6-8? Is that right? Yeah. No, 6-12. 6-12. No, 6-8 is the uh, Oh, that's the LWRC spear. thing. Well, there's that. And the first spear thing. Things, yes. How many things are called 6-8? Or 6-9. Okay. I think it's 6-9. I don't. Whatever. It's math. Whatever. Okay, 6-12. Cry. It's a shotgun. It's a revolving shotgun. But it can be... Uh, it's modular, though, so you can undersling it. it. It's, it okay. was, I think it was initially designed to go, like, yes. Predator-style, you know... Under your shotgun yeah. master it's key style. It's a new master style. key, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they And if you don't know what the master key is, uh, Google Knight's Armament? Master key? Knight's Armament master key? Yeah. Just Google yes. master key gun. Or 870 MCAS, because yeah. the MCAS yeah. system yes. was designed to be... Yes, master key shotgun. Yes, okay. So and basically that was an underbarrel picture an underbarrel grenade launcher, but a twelve gauge shotgun instead. Okay, and that's what we're talking about now. Caleb Cry came out with a a six shot revolving cylinder version of of a shotgun that can be modular, and one of its modularities is underslung like a two or three grenade launcher. Yes, semi automatic. Well, it's not semi-automatic technically, right? Because you pull the trigger and it revolves the the cylinder. Well, it's yeah. not as opposed to pumping. Well, in the parlance of it's, a shotgun, you know what? It's it's seriously, it is just like that that terrible street sweeper thing that the the ATF said was a destructive device, right? The street sweeper was well, no, the street sweeper was spring loaded, right? You cocked the street sweeper, you pulled the trigger, it advanced the cylinder and uh, fired the okay. shell. This is like a double action revolver. You pull the trigger, it advances boom. the shell and fires the fires the next one in the thing. So, but this is a cylinder you can take out, reload. I suppose you could swap it out. And they call it the six twelve. The six twelve, right? And it is uh, it's modular, and that's the cool thing you like about it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, I see applications for the it. It has it really doesn't have a lot of purpose in the real world unless you like. Want a bullpup rotary shotgun? I mm-hmm, guess. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, and there's bullpup versions, and then there's standard versions, and they're like a. Then they have a long gun version with like a regular pup. stock. That's, well, that's bull- still a bullpup. Well, because okay. it's still inherently. Just oh, that's right. The, the action, trigger is still in front. Bullpup. Yeah. Of the yeah. Okay. The so, magazine. Yeah. So yeah, we'll put this up on the website. I think I took some pictures. The of video. It. We gotta get the video up. They came they, out terribly the last cool. year, and I think this year they came out slightly better. <laughs> the video is cool. Yes, I like the video from this year. Yeah. Oh, speaking of pictures, I want to give a special shout out to our Instagram followers, uh, new and old, and a special shout out to all 20 of the people that see our Facebook Instagram pictures. Thanks, Facebook <laughs> Metrics. <laughs> you can head to facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast and like us and yes. see the hundred or so pictures that Scott's... We've, I, put a, I put like three more up today. There's yeah. a lot of pictures. And he's not done. And they're kind of cool. I'm yeah. kind of happy about some of these pictures. Yeah, they came out really job. well, yeah. Especially if I'm not a photographer. Yeah, so you go ahead go ahead and head over to our Facebook Oh, you're media. I saw your badge. You're media. <laughs> yeah. I'm media. I had a photographer. I actually have a couple things. So I don't shout people out, but uh-huh. I was supposed to go last weekend. I will be going this weekend to hang out with the illustrious Eric, a.k.a. our Barney Fife. 
Oh yes, from Oklahoma. Up in the yep. the land of oak. We we are doing shotgun things. I'm told, and there's action rolls involved. So, Ooh, are you stay tuned be shooting for action rolls, like KSG stuff. Or? No, no, standard 870. But oh, okay. It's uh, he's been challenged. Does it have Magpul furniture? No, it's. Oh, what we can. Hush. All right, standard 870. So all I know, no, it's got a short length of stock. Broken Hogue stock. Rip, yeah, rifle a, sights. That's how they shorten the stock down. They break it. Oops. <laughs> Duct tape the end off. Yes. I've seen this before. <laughs> Hacks all the barrel. Yep. Um, they don't need half it. a ventilator. No, they don't even need up. that. They just drag it behind the truck. <laughs> and yeah. It cuts that, well, that stock right down. It is Oklahoma. It's, it's at an angle. Funny angle. <laughs> but it looks like we're doing something that involves action rolls, so stay tuned for that. God only like knows. SWAT I don't rolls? know. Yeah, SWAT rolls. Oh. With real oh. cops, so it's really SWAT and, rolls. And SWAT rolls, for those of you who don't know, have absolutely nothing to do with sweet rolls. Didn't know that. Hawaiian no. sweet Thought rolls, they were similar, not the same thing. Not even close. <laughs> Put yeah. your pulled pork on a sweet roll, not a SWAT <laughs> it's not roll. not a SWAT roll. Yeah, it's, it's not the same thing at all. No. So... Uh, so shotguns. What uh, what else did you like at Shot oh, Show? Oh, oh, the yes. shotgun wise. Yes, thank you. For we talked about the M3K, right? Yes, last, we did. Last we did. show. Yeah, okay. I would say our very own is he ours. He is now Patrick Kelly. Yes. Oh yes, of course. Yes, he's mine. He was so I mean, excited. I was like, Mr. Kelly, walk up. He's hey, and he just gets he's up on. An and I think you man. talked about it, but he was all about that Stoger M3K. Yes, yes, and we talked about it. You at, know what? We need length. to call him. Maybe right I'll, I'm, I'll okay. call him next. I'll, I'll set it up. Maybe we'll try to interview him. We need next to call week. a bunch of people. Well, give me the list. Everybody wants to be on our podcast. I'm just saying. Everybody? Well, they no, can't he, all be he on said it. everybody. Everybody. They can't be all on it. That's all I'm saying. See how many people we can shove on a Would conference Would they really call? be more in the podcast than on it? Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah, so I walk up to the booth, and he... And A, Patrick is just so animated. Even even if you've heard him on a phone call, you know, yes. he's just very passionate. I mean, Ooh, like, genuinely passionate. You can go back and listen to him on a phone call on this podcast. Yes, you can. If I knew what number it was, I'd tell it to you. Uh, but we don't know, so just do your homework. Um, <laughs> do your due diligence. Do your due diligence. Anyways, so, back he to was me a, doing my job. I'm not he, doing your job for you, people. You he, do your job. he was excited about M3K, which is the new Stoker shotgun we talked about last podcast. Yes. And mm-hmm. at range day, he was excited about the 828U, which is the over-under the Benelli rolled. Which has got the cool thing, and he made me shoot it, and he grabbed a box of shells. See, I can't own an over-under shotgun. There you can. No, I don't have the cool vest and hat and boots. They to have go one with, with ones you, with rails. No, you can own one. You choose not to. Well, until someone gives me a, cool you're in Filson. America. No. Well, he is a convicted felon. When someone gives me a Filson <laughs> vest, uh, if there's any potential law no, enforcement really, out no, there, you not. didn't hear that. I didn't. Please give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Speaking of Patrick E. Kelly. Uh, the people at SHOT Show, it's just awesome. I ran into old friends, made new friends. Um, I tell you what, it's almost worth going to SHOT Show without the cool gun stuff, although I do geek out over the gun stuff, Yeah, just to meet the people. If those people were like the same people at SHOT Show were like out in this field right here, I'd go hang out in that field for a week. You know what I mean? It's uh, You talked about uh, hanging out with Randy Couture. And uh, the people uh, from from the giving him the the shotgun. Oh yeah, the boot campaign. The boot campaign. If you guys, are, if you, I give him a plug. I mean, if you if you if you're looking, you know, if you say, hey, I want to donate, you know, you're not into some of the other bigger charities and you want to do something different, check out the boot campaign. That's a pretty cool. And they were they impressed me with their yes. 
their presence, you know, and their brand and marketing and stuff. So check them out. But people, I, I find I find SHOT Show to be about people. And you can go talk to, I met the guy who invented the Maglula. You know, um, he's got a very Israeli name. Uh, <laughs> no, say it isn't so. Really. And uh, they're doing their own distributing. They used to be under Butler Kick. They're doing their own thing now. I met, um, you know, people who I'd never heard of or never met but had some cool new product they were excited about because it's their product. And so the... I, I think the shot wasn't just about stuff, but it was about people. It's networking, man. It's all about, I'm all about the people. Yeah, That's, yeah. You're the network. The man. equipment is so secondary. That's that really is, the only reason you're here. I'm going to be honest with you. I, that and ranting. I, you, you, you know, you think that you'd be the first person to be like, you know, the only reason we keep you around is because you know people, right? And I'm like, yeah, that works. Oh, you've been told this before. Oh, yeah. Well, as long as you're, I think I was. I think That's this fair. is the second That's time the, today fair. I've heard that. Okay, That's good. I know my station. So, uh, what or who else were you excited about about Shot Show, Ethan? Um, what did I run into? There was a couple things that I ran into. I remember once so I walked through the the Voltor booth. Oh yeah, and I, and I we were yeah. I, we, I, to be honest, we were cutting through the booth. I did not have any intention of stopping. Voltor, at the Voltor didn't booth. have anything new, but it's they make not good like, stuff. They just yeah. not like anything new, but they, they make, still make good kit. Yeah, and mm. I'm sneaking through, and the girl looks at me and goes. Hey, you can't just walk through the booth without, you know, and she's, ch- you know, joking. But she's like, you can't walk through the booth without looking at it. And then without skipping a beat, I just turn around on my heel and go, it's okay. I've got an A5 on my rifle. Like, almost like Dumb and Dumber style. And, and, I, and <laughs> okay. I just thought about I'm that. I literally driver. was like, it's okay. I've got, I'm turning around. It's like, wait for the they microphone. It's not they a visual tell. medium. I've got an A5. <laughs> and, uh, and she looks at me and goes, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I just turned around and rolled out. <laughs> She's like, usually men of your short stature don't have A5s. That's true. You wouldn't need one hey. if you think about it. I, you know, I am pretty unique in that regard. You could have said, I have an RE1 I always have and walked away. That would have blown them. Or a Cas V. Oh, that would have yeah. really blown their minds, especially with a new key mod. Do they have a new key mod Cas V? I just noticed this. Yeah, I was like, oh, let me guess. Let's get the arms <laughs> sear out with a, with, in, in a key mod. I want to start this discussion. Which discussion? I'm really leaning towards the M-Lock over the key mod. Hmm. I, I looked at M-Lock like today, I'm not going to lie, yeah. and I, like, I had to go look at that phone call today. Sure. And I actually had to get in and look at it. Yeah. I like it. Here, I like, I like it, it a lot. A lot. <laughs> and and here, here's what it comes down to, guys, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I've checked the engineering specs on all of this. Yes. I have looked into it. I've done measurements. I've done math. I had my friend write a program for me to, to do some strength tests, and it basically comes down to... I'm a BCM fanboy and a Magpul fanboy, and I'm torn. And that that's it. Yeah, I'm yeah, torn. I, I have true. no idea what to do now. I do want to do it when when the Mo SL rolls uh-huh. mid length. That's uh-huh. happening. I'm doing that. Yeah, because I was going to do a Mo mid length, but the SL but, is. But B five system is doing key mod. Yeah, what, and what, I'm like what, ah, and I look over, uh, and I'm like ah, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know ah, what to do. darn it! Own multiple rifles. One of each. That. I do have a three. You could just get an M lock to key mod adapter to Picatinny rail to. Oh God! Just triple, just need. triple adapt yeah, out just, off the I, side. Of I want to do that once just to take a picture of it <laughs> and put it on the internet. It's just layers, man. Layers. Hey, one, two is, have layers. Two is one and one is none. But if <laughs> there's only one of two, then two is really none. So you got to have five. Amen. So speaking of five, <laughs> since the last time we talked, audience. Or you listened and we talked. Or we talked. They listened. But they listened. Yeah. yeah. Since then, uh, the government has released a little uh, statement saying that they were going to ban uh, uh, M855 and SS109 uh, ammunition. Uh, 
uh, kind of colloquially, 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 am I saying that right? Collo- no, no, colloquially. colloquially. I, Is that a I word? type it. Yeah, I do. I type it, but I don't say colloquial. It. Yeah. Colloquially. Yeah. Yeah. Just type yeah. it. We don't yeah. have to say okay. it. Okay. Uh, known as green tip. So, mm. um, what happened was the administration has come out and said, because we can, um, we want to classify this as pistol ammo. We want to make it, uh, because it can pierce armor, yada, yada, which makes no sense. Uh, if anybody knows anything about 223 ammo, just about every 223 load out of a 223 pistol, AR pistol, AK right. pistol, doesn't matter what, will penetrate soft body armor. Don't say that. Because it's a rifle round. You put it out there now. Now they all know. <laughs> they already know this stuff. All right, kids, don't go kill all the cops with your so new green tip. Since Friday. That's not true. The TV says. Yeah. Green tip is the only one that does. Oh, it. and I saw this thing uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll tie this in. But uh, so since Friday, when that announcement was made, all the green tip in the country has been sold. All of it? Well, except for Gunbroker, oh. where you can buy it at a dollar a round. So if you've got some green tip, I suggest you go to Gunbroker and sell it for a dollar a round. And if you need some, well, see, here's the problem. Green tip's not even that good ammunition. No, it's not. It's really not. The you SS reliable? Okay. You want reliable? Re- it's reliable. Yeah. M855 ball is reliable because it's got the Lake City brass, Lake City primers, crimped primers, good powder. Uh, it's a good thing. The bullet is terrible, and let me tell you why. It has a steel insert. Okay. That steel insert isn't enough to make it real armor-piercing ammo. It's more like light armor-piercing. As a matter of fact, one manufacturer markets it as light armor-piercing ammo. Um, what it does is it punch holes in mild steel. It won't punch a hole in armor, right? right. Okay. So Or an engine block. Here's the problem with that ammo. Just None of those things are bad. It's just the way it is. The problem with the ammo is getting that steel penetrator exactly centered inside that bullet is impossible. So you're going to see variations when you try to shoot that ammo for any sort of uh, groups or any sort of... Um, you know what I mean? Any sort of uh, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna accuracy, zero, thank you. If you're gonna whatever. zero your scope with that, yeah. you need to try at least twenty to thirty rounds. <laughs> yeah, because I, I'm being serious. Th- th- it'll have flyers. Yeah. yeah, and we've done. We've I've completely that. missed the target of five hundred yards with a round just because green tip. Yeah, no other reason. Now uh, that being said, uh, I know there's like a punchline in there. Somewhere. You can also you also can't shoot this at your steel. Because it will dimple your AR-500 steel. So you don't want to shoot at your steel target. So it's out if you're a steel shooter. It's out if you want to shoot any sort of precision. The only thing that's good for is plinking. Well, most ranges don't even want to shot on their ranges anyway. Yeah, Yeah. it's out at ranges because Full Metal Jacket goes through berms. (laughs) Well, that's only The only time you do shoot it is when you go in and put it at the bottom of your mag. And don't tell that guy, and I wouldn't know anything about that, but, you know, I'm just saying. Actually, Martin, that's a DFW thing. Here in the Metroplex... There are very few ranges that will let you shoot full metal jacket for reasons we can't figure out because everywhere else in the country. And, hey, jump on our Facebook at Facebook.com slash podcast and chime in and tell us if you're allowed to shoot FMJ where you yeah, live. please. Because you're not around here. And then immediately is, go to the, the Facebook pages of the respective ranges in our yes, area and tell and them you're allowed them. to shoot FMJ. Yes. Yeah, but for some reason we can't shoot FMJ. Well, our range sponsor ETTS allows us to shoot. Yes, the there, there are two good Boom, ranges. Shakalaka. Well, one just just one ETTS, and I was out there, and we could talk about that later. It was fun. We were shooting steel, as a matter of fact. Anyways, so green tip. Uh, it's only good for plinking, and there's other ammo available for plinking. So XM193, it's a little lighter, right? So it's going to have a little different trajectory, mm-hmm. but it's just as reliable. 
it's way more accurate. Yes. I have I have found XM one ninety three is, and uh, you can shoot it at your steel as long as you're not really close. And because XM one ninety three actually goes faster, it goes through more stuff than eight fifty five ball does. As long as we're not talking about mild steel. So uh, even though green tip, everybody's buying it because they're going to ban it. There's no reason to really even worry about it. I mean, if you got some, shoot it. It Knock might be the, out. It just I think it's the people thinking they're making an investment, and it's gonna like everybody has it now for a dollar a round. Okay, if you're gonna buy it to flip it, knock yourself out. I, I, mean, th- I mean, hey, that's that's. that's I'm, well, I'm if you're gonna buy it to flip it, you're late. Well, that's true too. Well, now don't, at this point, yeah. don't buy it for a dollar a round. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that's what's been going on for the green tip. D- don't spend your children's college fund on no, on buying no, this to flip it. No, don't panic buy a green tip. Just just don't. Go buy XM193 and be happy with it. It's, it's awesome not stuff. not that big a deal. Wolf Gold, that's the one to get. It's like $0.32 cents a round shipped You right know now. what? I, I noticed, I, I saw a picture online, and they're painting. Some people are, are literally <laughs> painting the tips. How, there do, was, you, how do you know that, if what you're getting is annealing, legit or not? Annealing. Annealing? Like Imagine if they're, if they're green tipping... If they're painting uh-huh. fifty-five grain, fifty-five grain is not annealed. If assuming it's not XM one, oh right, yeah, yeah. If it's not five, five, six, uh-huh. fifty-five grain, uh-huh. it won't be annealed. Right. Thus, if you see it with a green tip and it's not don't, annealed, don't buy it. Well, there unless are, it was reloaded, unless ah, see, these are all reloaded. There are companies who sell the SS one hundred nine, which is the bullet that's in M eight fifty five without a green tip, with or without the green tip. They'd sell it for reloads. So, like, uh, there was a there's American quality ammo, and I'm sure there are other reloaders. Use the SS-109 bullet with and without the green tip. So, just FYI, I'm not the first one that's thought of this. Uh-huh. A lot of people are out there oh, probably yeah. thinking about doing yeah. this. Yeah. And if you that. think that everyone that you meet on the internet is good and trustworthy, I'm going to go ahead and let you, you know. You haven't been on the internet yeah, long. You're it's, probably wrong. Well, first of all, you don't need this ammo. So, for sure, don't go pay a dollar round yeah, for it. Yeah, there's no need. There's no, there's, Guys, it's ridiculous. I didn't buy it when you could buy it. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not buying it now. <laughs> I get it free, and I don't have very much because I don't even I go out of my way to steal it. I can't yeah. shoot it anywhere. Let me put it to you this I way: I like to shoot steel targets. Somebody left a mag of it mm-hmm. at the range one time. Yeah, I still have that mag loaded with yeah. it. I donated it to uh, Goodwill. I didn't <laughs> want it. They want your old stuff. No, I'm kidding. I gave it to the guy who rings the bell outside of the, the Here's Salvation some green Army tip. Guy. That's where the buck around. Oh man, buddy. I want to do that. I want to do that next. Just. <laughs> she can just start running it. You know you're going to go to jail. Yeah, that. probably. It's a dollar a round. <laughs> is my money not as... Is my green not as good as yours? Technically. Speaking of shooting at <laughs> Someone's going to think that's a threat. I went out He to, just came and started dropping bullets at my feet. <laughs> I don't know. Or rounds at my feet. Well, he'll say bullets. Yeah. He'll say or that. casings, possibly. Shells. No, yeah. Shells. Shells. Shells of 12-gauge. Two of them. It was like 50 cal or 20, 20 Vulcan. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 20 Vulcan. <laughs> What? <laughs> I heard it was that death green tip that they banned. Oh, wait. So hold on. So like five years from now, is it going to be like the ultimate combo? A box of black talons and a box of green tips on stripper clips? <laughs> no, that's going to be that's going to be, that gonna be showing the your grandchildren. Oh, it's like back God. in my day. Right I remember. You get the green tip and it still sucked. <laughs> you know, like what? <laughs> so I was shooting steel targets Valentine's Day, which was Saturday. Yes. At ETTS. February 14th. I hadn't been on their long range before. I'd been in their bays and some of their other areas, but I hadn't been to their long range steel range. I've heard that range before. 1,200 yards steel all the way from 300 every 100 yards out. Yes. It was 
awesome. I've never been to a range that cool. There are cooler. There are there are ranges that are cooler that don't have as much steel. Like you have to go out and put up your own targets. There are ranges that are uh, have more steel but much closer. I've never been on a range like that. That was the coolest thing I've ever. I'll shot tell you on. one of the coolest things being out at ETTS. It was lightly sprinkling, and there were some guys down there at the long range. Yeah. And you're not in any danger because you're covered by berms and berms and all kinds of stuff. But you can hear their rounds cutting through the air and through the water. And it makes a different sound. You're basically parallel. When you're down in the lower bays, you're You're parallel parallel with the the long range. They're not shooting over you or anything crazy like that. But you can still hear it. But that that was one of the coolest things being out there one time. Yeah, Saturday we went out there and we shot... uh, we didn't shoot at twelve hundred because we're shooting three oh eight and we ran out of scope, but we got out to you know nine hundred yards. We had a trouble with eight hundred. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, uh, yeah, with the three oh eights. That's why I ordered another one. So, <laughs> but uh, needed to. Yeah, well, it's it's not me. I'm an excellent shot. It must be the equipment. gun. Probably wasn't yep. clean. Did you bring yep. your barrel in? <laughs> no. No, uh, mm. I did take my AR-15s out to 500, and uh, that was fun. And uh, I went ahead and got the old war horses out. Uh, we got our hands on some old M1 ball match ammo, M77, I think they call it. It's a 30 out six match ammunition from like in the 70s, right? So we got our hands on some of that, and we put it through the Grand and the 1903 A3. And I tell you what, I was dinging the steel at 400 yards with that stuff, and uh, it made it it made it easy. That ammo is ridiculous, and those guns, holy moly, those guns shoot straight. You forget Dude. about how well guns shoot. I mean, the AR-15, everybody knows that thing's ridiculously accurate. The 1903 A3 and the uh, the M1 Garand were almost as accurate. I, I mean, the, the Garand was silly. nothing more than a hunting rifle. Well, the 1903 A3, yeah, was basically a Well, the Garand a was just a semi-automatic hunting rifle. Yeah, I mean, well, back in the day, there was nothing to compare it to. I mean, but but over the years, uh, we've had the uh, no, oh, I mean, they the took a, a, an amazing barrel. They yeah. took a great action that... Was, yeah, yeah, the, the gun flat works. The, the gas idea, um, everybody hated... When the Garand was invented, everybody hated the idea of drilling a hole in the barrel for a gas port. It was like thought to be bad by all the yeah, but, yeah standard operating procedure nowadays. But back then, thought to be crazy, insane. You'll ruin the barrel, right? So they had if you if you Google gas trap Garand, they had all sorts of things they were trying to make a semi-automatic battle rifle work, and none of them worked. And uh, John Garand came up with I'm sorry, Garand is the correct pronunciation of the man's name. He came up with this system. He'll file that, a Harris that we still use you. today. <laughs> Nice, very nice, subtle. Um, it, basically, we still use the same system today in all sorts of rifles. I mean, if you look at a even M two forty Bravo is is a, is a modified uh, uh, system like that. I mean, there's all sorts of cool stuff out there uh, based off the uh, the John Grant's design. Every time I see people shooting Grands, like you know? CMP stuff, yeah, like. You have like an image of how you would shoot a gun. I think yeah. every gun you think about, like you're like, I, I would shoot a gun this way, right? And you know, like the modern day, you're like, bam, mag flips and like M4s sure. to the nines and just your, just, your arm way yeah, out there, you know, just the doing sure. Every time I see Grands, yeah, I don't even think of like World War II. I think of just sitting at Perry with yeah. my heavy jacket on, like like yeah. tied into my straight jacket, uh-huh. 
That's how I'm I shoot mine like, normally. Yeah, I'm sitting. <laughs> I don't shoot like that. That's so how I, I shoot my AR-15 too. So and I'm just like, and you're shooting and literally just yeah. letting it rock you back all the way and just like drilling stuff. See, at a click see, with your Garand. See, there's where you're <laughs> wrong with the Garand and with the 1903 A3. What you don't know is they kick like a mule compared to the other guns. So you got to kind of hold them and kind of keep them from recoiling up mm-hmm. as much. With the AR-15, because it weighs about 12 pounds and you're shooting two, two, three, you actually just kind of set it there, you know, and you kind of relax and you pull the trigger and it goes pew. <laughs> it literally goes pew, especially compared to those 30 cal. And it sends it down rain. So when someone hands you the grand the first time, you basically smash yourself in the face a couple of times before you figure well, out you can't do it, that. Well, you let it eat your thumb and then you get <laughs> yeah, smashed then you move in your the face. Th- yeah, you shove it. You sink sh- out. Hey, Ow. that was my Ow. thumb. But anyways, uh, yeah, it was fun stuff out there at ETTS. If you're if you're in the area, I definitely say go check it out. Go shoot there. Um, you know, say hi to those guys for us. Uh, tell them we sent you. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a really nice range. So we have a question from a listener. We do. Okay, we do. Let's read it and answer it on well, the air. Okay, we're gonna read it, but the whole answer thing. <laughs> let's not hold. Let's. Let's not be too presumptuous about it. Well, I didn't say we had to answer it correctly. Ah, okay. Never mind. We're good then. Go for it. <laughs> like we always say, do your own research, right? <laughs> so, yeah, seriously, though. Don't believe us. No, believe us and listen to everything we well, say. Well, yeah. But Trust but verify. Yeah. Trust yeah. but verify. If you verify. ever question anything we say, oh, then you can go you know, double check, I guess. They can't see you doing the thumb. I know. I, that's why I said to myself, I don't know why. Okay, so anyway, that. That was we've the- got a question here from Dan. Hey, Dan, mad cushy props, virtual hi-fi. Thanks for listening. Uh, he wants to know if uh, or what the difference between the Beretta M9 and the 92FS And everyone looks at is. Scott because no one here at the table knows but Scott. He I know knows. it. He had an M9. Well, he not can. a real Let's M9. Go. No, it was a real. Well, there's, Actually, there's two, it was the non-military issued, two, but it wasn't. So it was one that works. Yeah. To, yeah. Conf- to further to confuse to further confuse the issue, there's M9s and then there's M9s. That's true. Yeah. But okay. Uh, digress, digress. <laughs> okay, the M9 and the 92FS are basically the same pistol. The M9 is the military version, and the 92FS is the civilian nomenclature for the same pistol. Uh-huh. Now, they started out exactly the same except for markings on the gun and other minor silly things that no one cares about, finishes, um, Started originally, sights. yes. Originally, originally, originally yes. 92FS and M9, back in the 80s, we're talking, right? A hump, yes. in, okay. the frame, a hump in the slide. So so fast, no, 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 not a hump in a slide. Uh, the difference would be the sights that were on it. The M9 has a dot line, yes. and the, not, and the 92FS always came with three dots, or it does, or did recently. Yeah. Okay. No, it, didn't, it, it either had a dot line or it had the dot dot. Oh, the dot dot. Yeah, oh, mine had the, the dot, dot dot. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. That was the newer so, version with the plastic so, guide rod. Fast forward to the 2000s. And the M, the 92FS now has a little different frame. It's got a little scallop cut, cut to lessen the trigger reach about an inth of a millimeter. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even enough to count. And then the dust cover, instead of being straight, is curved or slanted, slanted not curved, slanted, slanted, yeah. yeah, slanted up at an angle. And those two things. Oh, I, I also discovered that the uh, trigger uh, guard is thicker mm-hmm. on some models than others. So there have been slight changes. To the 92FS over the years to differentiate it from the M9. If, in my opinion, one of the biggest differences is this. If you have a newer 92FS with the slanted dust cover, uh-huh. you can put the 40 cal, the 96 slide yes. on it. Yes. If you have a straight dust cover, 
you do not put the yeah. 96 on it because it's, you have a potential of snapping or cracking your frame. Yeah, it's a bad idea. So so the difference becomes uh, minor when you get into the modern era between the M9 and the 92FS. Um, but there are subtle differences between like the grip, and it depends. And to further confuse things, Beretta put out an M9 for civilian use, and it had different markings than the 92FS and than the military M9. Right. <laughs> so there's a there's a third monster out there, but it had the straight dust cover, and it didn't have the scallop frame. So it had the original frame, original. Uh, dust cover and the original uh, sights. I want to. I'm going to put it to you this way. Mine actually ended up being about 435, brand new in box, out the door from the store. Well, and the price difference. Well, the Berettas have always fluctuated in price. They were very expensive but guns at, at the one time, point. That's why I na- got that. And one. now they're very affordable guns. Uh, so that is the main difference between the 92 FS and the M9. Uh, to answer your question, it, it's it's very academic. Um, whichever one you come across at the right price is the one I would buy. Unless you have something specific, like you're going to, to put a specific, I don't know, um, uh, specific light if mount you, on it. If you it. have the 96 or you think yeah. you're going to want to you know, put the 96 put the 40 on it, slide yeah, on it, yeah. then you need to get the slanted mm-hmm, dust cover. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. M, or not, not the M9. Right. Yes. And the newer style, the newer 92 FS. FS. Yes. But now I have a buddy with the newer style 92 FS, and I have an older style 92 FS. And so I have the straight dust cover. He has a slanted. We both bought Surefire um, adapters. I bought one for the M9. He bought one for the 92 FS. And both of ours fit our guns perfectly. So even if you, you know, want to uh, put a light on the gun, and doesn't you can buy either one is what I'm Listen, saying. There's adapters. I for know one. we have already lost everyone, and you can lost keep hitting where? that that rewind button. You're not okay. going to get it though. But like I'm going to go. I'm going to go even further into this. Uh-oh. And talk about how you can get a 92 FS that is American made uh-huh. and a 92 FS that is Italian yeah, don't made. Do it. Don't do it. And yep. then, but you can get the M9, which is American made. Yes. But it's not the same as the 92 FS, which is American made. Right. Don't, no. Don't completely different. Yeah. And those are all different than the American M9 uh, military pistol. Yep. I think we lost everybody. I'm going to get an M9 because it's tan. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's the same as the uh, 92 FSA-1. It's tan. <laughs> yeah. no, the, no, no, it's not. It's not. I lied. That because lie. the grip is wrong. And the fabrication. Then yeah. it doesn't have as many slots on it. That's a Vertec frame. That's yeah. a Vertec yeah. frame with a G, with a G safety. <sighs> yeah, that's what you need to buy anyways, right? Let's face it. You need the rails because you need to put a white light on it because every gun should have a white light. Yes. And you need Especially the, any bed gun. Yes. It goes next to the bed yes. for home protection. Yes, and don't turn the white light so it like blinds you when you turn it on. Make sure it's turned facing uh, the other way, downrange. Yes, the white light should be. They had a threaded barrel on one of them. Yes, I don't know if you saw that. No, that, yeah, they have a threaded barrel. I model. think that's what yeah. it comes with. Yeah. There's all, a threaded barrel model. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looked like one. Maybe now I don't cap. know if you can get it with the threaded barrel and without, or just with. But there is definitely a model with a threaded barrel. And this is sure. the. This is not. By the way, we're not talking about the M9 or the 92 FS. Okay. No, no, we no. have Scott. We, we have digressed. Send him to that website, the one that has just all the Berettas. There is a guy oh, uh, in Beretta.com. Houston. No, no, there's a no. there's a guy in Houston that collects Berettas, and he has got every Dude. single model of Beretta you've ever thought existed, as and far as hanging some you go. didn't know existed, and some like the night the original 92 SD FSSD. SD, whatever they are, bileniums with frame mounted safety, single action only guns. He's got some guns I didn't even know were around. You can get shiny silver spray paint and make anything a 
Millennium. Uh, no, millennium. Uh, mm, 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 mm. No. Nope. I want the, a chance. I want the equilibrium gun. Hashtag gun. The brokers. equilibrium gun. <laughs> of course you do. Movie gun. Hashtag movie guns. Hashtag. Hashtag movie guns. Spring loaded magazines Didn't, in your wrist. Hey, you know what? Robo. <laughs> hey, RoboCop <laughs> was that was, was a ninety two FS. Same one. Yeah. The the three yeah. round yeah. burst. Yeah, the R. Dude, the equal. Yeah, I think that's an R. Yeah, 93R. 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 93R? Yeah. 93R. Well, the equilibrium guns were that. It's the same one Travolta had in Broken Arrow. Listen, Dan's not done with his question. Oh, there was more. Yes. This is a two-part question. This is part C? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Twice removed from B. Um, He says, should I get a Beretta FS? And then he throws a curveball at us by asking, or a Taurus FS? Oh, that's easy. Get the Beretta. Yeah. Okay. The well, Taurus. <laughs> the really? Taurus. Yes. Okay. The Taurus has hey, some yes. things I like. Frame uh, to, safety. The frame mounted safety on the Taurus is also a decocker. Now find a holster for it. That's what I like. Also, all the Tori now are railed, and their rail system is a little bit different than Beretta's rail system. Okay. Here is the issue I have with the is Taurus. Is it proprietary? But when you say that, is the rail system proprietary? What do you well, mean? Well, no, it's not a proprietary rail system. So it's I just, can still put it's a, different, a Surefire. You're not going to be able to put the Taurus in the Beretta holster for for. Okay, but okay. but when it comes to accessories, I can yes. still put a light on it. Yes, or, you I won't find to, a holster for it with a light it's on not it. It's not like a Sigma <laughs> no. VE or... No, 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 not a proprietary rail. H&K. It's, it's a, it's a proprietary know. frame design with a standard okay. Uh, rail. Okay, yeah. all yeah. right. So there are some things I like. I like the idea of that. I like the fact that you can get adjustable sights if you want them with a 99 series and the Taurus. I like that they have shiny stuff. They have wooden grips. They have better better selection of finishes. Now, here's the issue I have with Taurus is the quality control and the price point. As Beretta has tried to pull their price points for the 92 FS down over the years, Taurus has creeped mm, up yes. to where about they're about the same. Mm-hmm. So now you have two guns at the same price point. The Beretta is the quality is going to be double the Taurus. Now you can get a good Taurus 92 series. Taurus has been making them a long time. They know what they're doing. The problem is quality control isn't as good as at Taurus as it is at Beretta. And that's just the long and short of it. Um, right. Uh, other than that, I don't have, you know, whichever one you like better. If, if tell you what, if your life isn't going to be dependent on either one of these guns and you're just going to, you know, leave it in the safe till every Sunday and take it out and shoot a Ipsic match or, you know, shoot targets with your friends, then buy whichever one you like. Buy the chrome one with the gold accents mm-hmm. that Taurus sells. Um, that, but, would be, that would be the Juarez edition. Yeah, but I tell you what, if you're going to wear this for, if this is going to be a duty gun. No, it's the Romeo and Juliet edition. Oh, can we get those? Will they say sword on them? I don't know. I just want to be able to yeah. throw my gun into the sand and it stick like that. What? You put a blade on it. You probably put one of those CC bayonets on it. I think he had a comp on it. That's probably... Uh, uh, sharpen your comp. Mm, what are we yeah. talking about? Uh, what are we talking about? Listen. Leonardo DiCaprio's Romeo and Juliet? Leo. I never saw that movie. What? Go oh, watch it now, oh sir. Dude, Do not come back movie. to this podcast until you've watched that <laughs> All right. movie. All right, There's gunplay in it. It's got All movie right. guns. Yeah. He's really leaving. No, he's not really leaving because his phone's still here. Nice try. Can't fool us. No, I'm leaving. You're not leaving. Your phone is still here. You can't go anywhere without your phone. He's gone. He really left. Yeah, he left. Okay. All right. He's fired. Well, he wasn't really contributing. He was texting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so anyway. So, in lieu of your uh, your third podcast member being uh, ejected, 
from the podcast. I figured I'd step in. Um, Just so there's no more questions <laughs> or speculations. Can you tell us about what's going on with the green tip? No comment. <laughs> what about uh, the stuff going on in Brownwood with the uh, the the judge uh, ruling your um, your your immigration bill unconstitutional? Let me be clear. We respect everyone. Uh huh. Just come to our country. It's cool. <laughs> come over to my house. We'll have a party. <laughs> I miss Ethan already. Yeah. I just want to go on a limb here. Hey, you guys, my, my battery died. Can I get it down? So, <laughs> I told you to quit driving that car. Did you leave the lights on again? My battery's kind of dead. <laughs> I might as well finish this stupid podcast. <laughs> you are driving a hybrid now, so that's kind of mean like your bad shit. I saw reading. some guy leaving the... He had a lot of I don't know. other people with him. There was a helicopter. We don't, we don't know what you're talking about. That guy. We, we signed a non-disclosure agreement, so we didn't see a guy. Good talk, though. Good oh, talk. Okay. Yeah. Look like Bill Cosby. <laughs> Younger. A young Bill Cosby? Yeah. yeah. There's a joke about Bill Cosby there somewhere. I'm just going to leave laying right there. So, so back to our list question questions. Here. Beretta FS. Just remember, I'm not here by choice. My, my battery died. <laughs> or the Taurus FS. So I say Beretta. What say you, Ethan? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I say that because... I, like I start when I started being like I want because a work gun and I've always talked to you about sure. wanting one yeah. to shoot at the house. Yeah, but when I started like listening to you and getting mm-hmm. down the Beretta rabbit hole, yeah, which is deep. It's yeah. a it's a hole. Frame mounted safeties. And I'm like okay, that's cool. Yeah. But then like I want those features, but at the same time, it's defeating the whole mm-hmm. purpose of having that gun because I want the function and the you know. The, yeah, if you want a single action only Beretta, why are you? Buying a Beretta, right? Yeah. Get a high CZ. power or a CZ or a, even a SIG would be easier to get than a I single action Beretta. I would probably get a high right? power. So. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a high power. power. Yeah. 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 What about you? That doesn't help Dan. So, Dan, get a high power from Ethan. <laughs> hey, no big deal. We'll just talk about some other stuff, Dan. Ask us a better question next time. And maybe we'll answer that one without confusing ourselves. Wow. I'm kidding. Beretta Martin, is a- did you say Beretta or Taurus? <laughs> oh, you should get an AR. Oh, he should get a shotgun. <laughs> We've lost Dan. Dan's like, I hate you. Dan just unsubscribed. Uh, actually, I'll tell you this. <laughs> you can hear the click. click. Oh, <laughs> he's gone. Taurus has come a long way. Yeah. I okay. would still lean with the Beretta. You see a lot of But I want to talk about the control uh, quality that quality uh, control? Scott, sure. yeah, Scott yeah. talked about. The reason I want to say that is I know a guy who had a Taurus 1911. Uh huh. He had a trigger job done on it. Uh huh. And while they were actually and some action work and all that sure. kind of stuff. Okay. While they were you know smoothing everything mm-hmm. out, all of a sudden a huge hole <laughs> came up out of nowhere. Had a casting problem. Yeah. Had a wow. huge bubble in it. And now that can happen. That can that happen can to anybody. Happen. Sure. I, so that's yeah. why I'm trying to say, yeah. look, it's not just Taurus that are, you know. Sure. But this is not the first time I've heard of issues yeah. with Taurus. If I'm going to, and that's really, why we say their quality to it, isn't I'm going design. with a Beretta. Okay. If I'm getting something that I'm going to have fun with and have sure. the extra cash because it's you know sometimes cheaper, yeah, then I'm going to go with the Taurus. I think you can. I would still go with the Taurus nine millimeter for range time all day long. If you're buying, if yes, I really like that. That was gun. so much yes. fun. Except they made their black ops and it's like a bazillion dollars. I'm like, I don't understand. No, the para. I'm sorry. I'm, I no, you think the para? Yeah, no. Nine mil threaded and it's like. Oh, oh we're gonna start speaking of which, since our last podcast, para is gone. 
Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Para like, USA. Hey, look. Oh, there they go. Para Ordnance back in the day was a Canadian company that made uh, wide body frames, and you just buy the frame and you built your own pistol. Uh, fast forward, Para Ordnance is starting to build their own wide body 1911s. They're becoming known as the wide body 1911 people. And by wide body, I mean double stack, obviously. Um, of course. Fast forward a few more years, Para kind of gets into the regular 1911 business. They come out with a light double action version. You guys remember those? The LDA? I never got yeah. behind one. Yeah. I, know what I, never, I never shot it. I them. shot a couple of them. It was a nice light double action. It makes me but, think of like a car, but like yeah, lighter. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then they moved to North Carolina. Now, they started really pushing their single stack line. They came out with some guns that some people like. They're, uh, I want to say the Expert and the GI line or something to that effect. Um, and then they got bought by the Remington Conglomerate Freedom Group, whatever they're dun, called this week. Dun, yeah. dun. You can't do that. Why not? We don't own it. We, that wasn't oh. clear. You didn't clear that. <laughs> now he's got to cut it. Oh. Really? I think yeah. every done, I'm just going to put a beep. Really, George Lucas? <laughs> really? Hey, you can't say his name? I can, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I can. Don't give me that one. Don't That's give me that. That's in the public domain. He's somehow, he's somehow patented. He probably could. So anyways, Dude, I don't uh, work in media. I don't know Para, about these things. Can we say Remington? Remington. <laughs> so Remington absorbed Para, and they've basically come out with. And I'm reading between the lines. The the, the there's official, no lines. Scott's the, making it up. The official word is Para USA is going to concentrate on making other stuff, and the the basically Remington 19 Remington brand 19 because uh, they probably okay. sell better than the pair ones. Let's be honest with you, Remington's a monster, and the R one is a hit. They're going to kill kill the brand and then just take the factory over, just keep using the factory. I think they'll no. I think they'll get rid of the factory. They'll build that mega factory right down the they'll road. Just take the tooling. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, well, yeah that's tooling basically the guts. That's I didn't. Yeah. Maybe not even the factory the R&D, proper. It's kind of what they did with the some patents. of the other companies they've touched. That's all they got. Uh, the Bushmasters and the Marlins yeah. of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So Remington is rolling them up. Para is basically disappearing to become another brand. Um, so now, are we going to see a Para AR-15? Oh, wait. They already had that. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, they called it, was, it the PAR. No, no. It was no, the, the TTR. TTR. And it, a, it, it was a play on stop. Para and AR. That was a, it, was a, it was a ZM Weapons, I believe, is a, country that actually, a company that actually made them. Yankee Hill had their name on it before Para did. So if you go back far enough, you can find a, a Yankee Hill that's the same as a Para TTR. Yeah, crazy. Talk about old school. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Perry USA, uh, reading between the lines, it, like I said, it looks like they're going to be sucked up. They're going to just gonna be another brand on a 1911, maybe a different style of Remington. You know, maybe still their their most popular guns. Maybe they're Black Ops. I don't know how well those sell. It seems to me their Expert and their GI sell the best. I heard that they were. They and were, maybe they'll still have double stacks. I and heard LDAs. they were bought up and pretty much destroyed because no one liked their logo. <laughs> Which meanwhile, logo? It was meanwhile, like a P at sign. <laughs> no, no. Which logo? No, that was the other logo. Remember, their other logo was the pair with the X, big X in the middle, because they had their own extractor with the double X. So they X out X. their own company. Yes, and that's what happened. <laughs> Rock Island has Steven Seagal, <laughs> and a new three eighty, and a new ten millimeter, and a new Glock upper, and a new. Wait, what else? They make like a hey, hardballer. Speaking of Glock. I heard you could pre-order your magazine. Oh, <gasps> your, your they are magpul. well. They're they're P-Mags. coming. They're, they're down the road. If you look down the road, you can see them. We live uh, by a large Magpul distributor, one of the biggest in the South. I think the biggest in the South. 
and it's DSG Arms. And if you if you want to buy their stuff, go check them out online. I think they have free shipping over fifty dollars right now. So that's just giving them a plug down there. But they are a giant Magpul dealer, and you can get your Glock P Mags from them. Hey, that's where I got that Magpul furniture. Yes, most, your though. pink Magpul yeah. furniture. We had to wait forever for it to come in, a but year. once it did, it came in. Yeah, and now it's available everywhere. Yeah, I go buy it right now. Of course. Um, so anyway, so but they have. Uh, along with, I probably, I assume all the other big Magpul dealers, right? They have pre-orders for the Glock P Mags as we speak. Well, let's just put it this way: I would trust my back order yes. with DSG. Yes, I would. I would definitely. That's 100% the thing is, I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't sure. question it. Nope. I know that they're going to fulfill it as mm-hmm. soon as they possibly can. Basically, it'd be like if you went to Brownells and back order something, you're going to get it. Yeah, it may not as be soon this year. As they get it, <laughs> but you're going to get it. it. Yes. And just remember, yes. they're they're a very large, like you said, they're a large Magpul distributor. They're huge, giant, massive, and they have cigars, right, Ethan? They do, and I have one that I want to try because they oh. have. Oh, it's like we, they have a yeah. couple of infused ones. So, oh, unfortunately, yeah. you like the infused one? I had well, one. I'm not a huge infused guy, but I I like to try them. Oh, to okay, see. sure. He's not every an enthusiast. Time, every t- <laughs> thing. Can you cut yourself out of that? Censor yourself. That was you terrifying. Once you listen to it later, you will cut that. <laughs> I'll probably just start um, laughing. No, my buddy actually just I had one. Not I didn't smoke it. My buddy showed me one last night. It's like, haha, look what I have. Yeah. I was like, you suck. But every time someone has tried to give me a DSG cigar, they're uh-huh. not a cigar person. So they're like, hey, I got this thing. I yeah. haven't seen them for like a month. And they're like rummaging around. Oh, and going, yeah, yeah, I got you this. Here's, here's, yeah. here's a, I got you this mulch stick. <laughs> I'm like, eh, can eh, you make a cigar last? Uh, we're going to diverge here from uh, go ahead, gun stuff. Right. But here we go. Uh, can you make a cigar last outside a humidor? Is there like a trick? Can you like triple seal it in wax or something? Ziploc baggie and a paper towel. Ziploc back in a paper, paper towel. Wet paper towel. Paper towel. You used to see them here all the time. That before literally I got sat one on this Christmas. table. We used know, to do that until you got a humidor. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, seriously. Yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah, that's it. In a pinch. Yeah, you just oh, wet oh. a paper towel, put it in a thing, and cool. not not sopping wet. Yeah, like damp. Just, yeah. just enough. That and it's once they're dry, they're dry. There's not. They're like no, bringing them back to life. False. Oh, you can. Incorrect. Once they really? split, there's a time limit. Oh, after the crack, the oil evaporates. Oh. If you get it in that time frame where the oil hasn't evaporated, so if you find one that's been in a Ziploc bag forever, the oil might not have evaporated. And you might be able to bring it back to life. Maybe. Then again, it might be terrible by the time you spend all that time doing it. Maybe. Could you so like just molded. buy a fresh one. Mold? Can you get mold? Too much. Yeah, I guess yeah. anything can mold with moisture. Yeah. Plume, they get plume, and they get moldy. And, and that's your cigar moment from the Gun oh, Show cigar podcast. moments on the Gun Show podcast. <laughs> think I should share that photo? Still smoking. Yes, you should share the photo. What photo? The one of smoking cigars. Oh, yes, sure. You could come to our Instagram page well, at the Gun Show Podcast and check out all our pictures. So we have the potential of delving really deep. Uh-huh. Um, remember, we our listeners can go to facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast and, mm-hmm. and submit questions mm-hmm. and, and like us. Well, what they should one. do, if they haven't done already, is go to iTunes and subscribe, yes, first of all. You can do that. And then go to our Facebook page and then click the share button. So our favorite vampire, Alistar. Well, this went a totally different direction. I didn't see that coming at all. Alistar? We have a favorite vampire? Big Al. Alistar? Is it Alistar or is it Alistar? It's Alistar. We decided it was Alistar. I remember that. Alistar? Who's the vampire then? (laughs) He was the vampire. From what? You should listen to the podcast. It's an old-timey name. Alistair, we you said, what is he, some vampire? Was he not here for that? Yeah, he, he was, was here for that. that. I remember Alistair. I remember that. Big but Al. I don't remember. Yeah, we'll just yeah. cut this whole but thing. I don't Let's re- start over. 
I don't remember the vampire. I mean, I know the name. I don't remember the vampire part. Though. I, apparently, cook, right? I can't bring it in. Scott, why don't you do Isn't it? Isn't he a chef? Like, guy? Remember his profile yeah. pic? He's a chef. He is a chef. Yeah. So he I don't remember the vampire part. But he doesn't remember the vampire part. So Chef Alistair, what does he have to say? He stay? Stay. Uh, he says he's looking for a silencer. He's looking for a silencer that won't break the bank. So mm-hmm. he's looking for something sub $1,000, including yes, tax stamp. Easy. Okay. What you should do is go to your dealer. Actually, if you have more than one, go to all of them and see who has the one you like the most and buy that one. Well, he said he's considering a silencer coast Saker. Yes. And an AAC SDN six, yes. but he's open to suggestions. They're both, especially if he can save a few bucks. Between the two, I would go Saker. Yeah. Okay. And he says For he, reasons I'm not going to get into because it's just way too long. Of a but you can't go wrong with that your first can. It turns out direct thread. That is another option. Saker's a QD. You want to yeah. save money? Get a direct thread can. Yeah, you can get a cheaper direct thread. You got to think about it. There's really no use for QD. Like, when is yeah. that last time you're like, oh crap, ninjas, lol, throw my silencer QD on like, really crap. is QD is on suppressors, and what QD stands is for quick disconnect. And that's some sort of ratcheting, hooky, clampy mechanism where you can slap it on a, a usually a proprietary flash hider or muzzle brake. Well, right? go to silencershop.com yeah. and look, or just go browse, go window yeah. shop. I'm not saying buy anything, just. Window shop, but, but Liberty, there's a there's yes. a ton this year. I'll tell you what. One thing about shot, you talk about shot. Alistair, Lots of surprises. This of was a suppressor year. Surprises from suppressors, big time. Yeah, he did say that one of the things that he would like to do is to put it on his five five six AR, mm-hmm. but he would also like to put it on his bolt action three oh eight. In that Liberty case, Mystic, Liberty the, Liberty yes, Mystic X, or the new Silencer Co Omega. Six, okay. Oh, the Omega. The Omega, yeah. I think we called it a Saker 7.62 last show, but it was the Omega was the new one. Uh, Basically, we're throwing a lot of stuff out there. I would head to silencer, legit head to silencershop.com. Yeah. Take a look. Listen. They pretty much have everyone. From from somebody who went from a neophyte suppressor guy to someone who's kind of well-versed in it uh, without being an expert, you, you can't go wrong with your first can as long as it does... Once you shoot it, you'll realize there's things about it you like and don't like. Does that make sense? Now, yeah, the problem course, is your first can is a ridiculous investment. We're talking it, the cheapest can you can get for a 5.56 is probably something like a TAC-16 or I think a Liberty has a cheap can, right? I, I think so. 400, so there's, some, there's a couple of three $400 cans and another tax stamp. That's $200. Plus, you might have to pay a fee to your local Class 3 FFL to get that transfer. And now you're looking at, you know... Nine hundred dollars. Well, here's before one of you the, get a suppressor. Let me say this though, real quick, yeah. to, to piggyback on what you're saying. I know a guy who lost twenty seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. in suppressors. Mm-hmm. The reason he lost the money was he thought, "Oh, I'm getting a great deal. I'm yes. going with a company that just started up. Uh, They've got some great things going for them, yeah. and they paid a ton of money up front, up front, mm. and now yes, they have nothing to show for it." Here is the rule of thumb about suppressors, and now right now. There are no – it's easy to get a suppressor. They're all in stock. But if you remember – I don't know, Ethan, if you remember two years ago, mm-hmm. everything was on a back order. Yep. If you ordered a Liberty can, if you ordered an AAC oh, can, sure if fire, you ordered a Surefire can, it was two years. Two years before you even got the can. That's not counting. Once you get the can, you start the paperwork. Cans require yeah. maintenance. Small amount. Small. Yeah. Very, yeah. very – like getting them cleaned and sure. rebuilt. Yes. Yeah. I'll just say it. There are crappy cans, yeah. and there are good cans. But even it's, the crappy cans are better than everything. Oh, yeah. 
it yeah. pays it, I me personally there mm-hmm. is something to be said for going with an established company who yes. does their homework not some guy that is making them out of a shirt you know yes. out of a mag and okay. that's fine there are people that yeah. make good maglite tube suppressors sure yeah if i'm paying money mm-hmm. i want a warranty yeah, I want. I send it to you because we said we're, you're paying the minimum of seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and you're looking you like yeah. yeah. If I'm paying that money, gun money. Yeah, I want it to be treated like a gun, yes. a lifetime warranty. Yes, yeah. I believe it's Silencer yeah. Co. Someone, I may be completely yeah. wrong. One of the companies out there guarantees like a no joke forty eight hour turn. Yeah, if you want it cleaned, you send it to them in and out, now, back, and you have your can back. That being said, there are brands that we all love and we all recommend. But if it's in stock at your dealer from a reputable company. I would really seriously look at purchasing that can because it's right. already there. It's there. They have All to, you have to do is start sits. the paperwork on it. You, you, you don't go, it's... well, you know, if I get that same can, the titanium model for another $150, and now you're waiting two years right. to just get, okay, yeah. See, the way, so, the way that it works is yeah. they actually have to send off for a form. Then the silencer company sends back another form. Then they start to build a silencer. They give a serial number. Once well, that serial number has been assigned on that form, yeah. Then you can start the paperwork. Exactly. But we're talking, it could be five months yes. to get that serial oh, yeah. number, so and you then get another serial, six months to yes. start it. You're and if you order it, you're paying up front. Right. <laughs> that's so that's, that's why Scott's recommending, hey, look, it Stocking may not be dealer, yes. the perfect can for you, but it might but be the one stock, that's going to yeah. get it in your hands yep. a year sooner. Yes. Yeah, so in good. some cases. So, so actually, um, e-file times are good right now. I'm yes, not, very quick. I mean, I'm, but talking, I'm talking about just some on, on wait times. Even oh, yeah, some of even, stuff, but paper wait times are running about six weeks right now. So it's pretty that's, impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, they're two the turn times. Yeah. Are, yeah, you're looking three, yeah. like three, four tops. Remember in 09 when it was like yes, 13, forever. 14 oh, yeah. months? You were, you were like, you ordered yes. knowing you had an 18-month wait in now, front of you, period. So check out your local Class 3 dealers. Maybe, maybe I tell you what, maybe just buy from a dealer that you like the best. And that will give you the best experience. That being said, like I said, there's really no bad cans. There are cheap cans. There are heavy cans. There are nice, lightweight, expensive cans. It's a science. It's a whole. It's literally yeah. inside of the gun world. It's an entirely yeah. different so, science. So I would say direct thread is your best bet. Great warranty. A, a reputable name. AAC. Surefire. Silencer Co. Liberty. I mean, there's there's dozens of more. Uh, uh, Thompson Machine, um, SWR, SWR. Well, one of the things um, is the first baffle usually wears out. That's kind of a big thing because that's Gemtech. the one taking the, Gemtech. the brunt yeah, of Yeah, big name, yeah. And so if you don't get that warranty and your first baffle runs out yes. or you start having issues with that, yes. and uh, just, all of those people I just talked about. every baffle, that's the serialized part. Warranty that's the regulated yeah, part. Yeah, so... So okay, so we talked about that. You can buy a 308 can and shoot it on your 556 AR. You're probably going to, unless you spend a lot of money, sacrifice some weight mm-hmm. um, because 308 cans usually have more volume than 556 cans because they need to. Now that being said, if you buy a good solid 308 can for your um, bolt gun, it will work really well on your AR-15, and I definitely recommend that. That's one of the first things I recommend to people is if they want a pistol can, you buy a 45 can. Mm-hmm. Multi- you can have shoot, more than one function. Don't shoot, yeah, spend that much money on a thing that does one. If thing. you want you a rifle can, down yeah. in caliber, you can't yes. go up. Yes, caliber. if you want a rifle can, buy a thirty cal can. If you're going to use it on different rifles. That being said, uh, everybody should own a twenty two can also. In addition to all those things, um, some of those cans can be used successfully on twenty twos, but it turns out. 22 specific cans are an art and science unto themselves. It's about the, and they're the wonderful. They're tone. so light. Somehow, and on top of that, somehow they stay cleaner. 
Then if you use it in the larger one, uh, yeah, I don't know if I it's the way that they that's just. That I, that's what he's talking about. The science. I, yeah, that's I one of the things. Is it just works. I don't just, know why. I think it, it's because they can be monocore much easier. Yes, it I is. think that's that what is, it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. I hate yeah. this saying, but with a twenty-two can, it is what it is. And it's so cheap. You can get a good twenty-two can for two hundred bucks. You can really get a solid twenty-two can for two hundred bucks. And if you want to double that and spend four hundred, you can get the best twenty-two can money can buy for four hundred bucks. It's ridiculous. So much fun. Six hundred with tax stamp and a weight. Yes, you're good to go. Yeah, so uh, put away that Glock money and get you a can. Yes, let us know what you think, Alistar, the chef. We are anxiously awaiting to hear back from you and see what can you got. Oh.